for joining us for a queen conversation. I'm so glad to be back with you guys. It took a little break, but we're back. And I'm so excited for the guest that I have today. Um, she's an amazing person, just like every other person I'm interviewing. Uh, but I just so happen to have a personal relationship and working relationship with this person. So I am excited to introduce her. Um, our guest today is Kenya Baker. Kenya Baker is a current executive director of Unified Power, a community land trust and real estate investment corporation uh, or cooperative. She previously was a part of the core team as the outreach director of Gem City Market, the first co-op market here in Dayton, Ohio. Um, Baker holds a bachelor's of science in organizational management from Wilberforce University, HBCU, shout out, and a master's degree in education from the University of Dayton. She has spent 17 years teaching urban education before heeding the call to community activism and outreach. So glad to welcome to the podcast. Let's give it up for Miss Kenya Baker. Hi, 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 hi. I'm so glad to have you. Um, we are way overdue for a conversation, Kenya, and I'm so glad to have you today. Okay. So we Thanks. start this podcast every time with a this or that. So I'm just going to throw some this or that at you and you give me the answer. Okay. okay. All right. Coffee or tea? Tea. Okay. Um, hot or cold? Hot. Hot. Uh, summer or winter? Summer. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Uh, let's see, beach or art museum? Beach. Okay. When big or when often? When often. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. That was a, that's a tough one. I, 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 somebody asked me that and I was like, well, hold on. Let me, let, give me a minute. Let me, when big or when often? Yeah. I want to figure yeah. it out. But absolutely. Kenya, I'm so glad to have you today. Um, you are doing amazing work in the community. Um, your commitment to the empowerment and the betterment of other people is nothing less than admirable. Um, I want to dive right into it because I want you to give us a little bit more about Unify Power, the mission of Unify Power, um, and how we can be a part of that. And, and, and I just want you to dive into it to give us a little bit more there. Okay. All right. So... Unified Power is a community land trust and real estate investment cooperative. And the purpose of Unified Power, or should I say how it was born, mm -hmm. was because in the process of developing the grocery store, we were about three years in and we were at a conference and one of the speakers made mention of the four pillars that every community needs, mm -hmm. a bank, a school, a hospital, 
and a grocery store. And so when I thought about our community and thought about Gym City Market being that fourth pillar, I immediately thought about gentrification. Mm. And now gentrification is pretty much the return of white citizens to urban cores. We all understand what happened during the Great Migration when mm -hmm. thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of previous slaves migrated to the north into the urban cores, white flight coincided. And many of the white residents that were living in the urban cores fled and developed the suburbs. Gentrification mm -hmm. is that process of the return of those citizens. And with that, the outpricing of the property and the commercial and residential property for the people who have lived here, not necessarily indigenous, because we know that our Native American uh, counterparts lived in these places before they had become inhabited and became industrialized urban cores to begin with. Mm -hmm. I have to take you back. And I love the history. Forward. I love it. Okay. And so now we see the there's an emphasis being put on the red lining. We see the library recognizing that we need to, you know, undesign the red line. But the red line is what kept the urban cores impoverished because mm. as we flocked to those urban cores, it became easy to become a target for mm -hmm. divestment and disenfranchisement. And mm -hmm. so what happened was now we have huge populations of African-Americans living in a condensed area. Boom. Banks don't loan to people with certain zip codes. Mm -hmm. And this was policy. This wasn't conspiracy. This was policy. Mm -hmm. And anyone who's available would really benefit from seeing our pitch. We're going to pitch on October 3rd at Co-op Fest. So we're asking everyone to please take part in it. Then we'll have another pitch night um, in a few weeks from that, which you can learn about if you come to pitch night October 3rd at Co-op Fest. That's right next to Gym City Market. And actually, mm -hmm. that's our first uh, location for our development for Unified Power. Fantastic. And so Unified Power is a land trust and a real estate investment cooperative, and it is designed in order to combat all of the divestment, disenfranchisement, redlining that the urban core has experienced. 85% of 4502, 0506, 16, 17, and 26 zip codes are Black. African-American. And those are the zip codes that have the least amount of opportunity. We all discovered that in 2015. So mm -hmm. now it's our responsibility not only to bring food access, but also to make sure that the land remains affordable, that the housing raises its level of quality. So we're working on our first big project, which is mm -hmm. on Salem Avenue, right next to the grocery store. We have site control of one of those parcels, and we're working on site control of a, a couple of other parcels mm -hmm. so that we can build a residential facility complex and have commercial use on the ground floor. So that's our current big project. And Facts. You know, if you're interested, you can drop by. I Amen. know this is being pre-recorded, but you can drop by Major League on Central Avenue. We're going to do a pop-up 
survey for our conceptual designs because we're finishing up our, our first phase. Probably answered 20 questions in one, didn't I? Ah, I love it. I love it. I love it. And um, and and, and why, and, and specifically in the city of Dayton, um, can we talk about uh, the polarization of uh, resources and non um, as it pertains to uh, black people in particular um, and, and whites, the disparities that exist specifically in our city um, and some of the ways that um, um, some of the ways that uh, governmentally and uh, politically um, we find ourselves in that position. Yeah. I mean, we talk about history. Many people don't realize what history is in West Dayton. West Dayton is at the convergence of two major interstates, mm -hmm. 75 and 70. Not only that, but historically, it was the convergence of five rivers. So the Native Americans have always used this land to meet, to have peace accords, to settle differences, to create compromises to negotiate, to work together. And it's been no different in history with the colonizers as well. Many people don't know, but the grand poobah, like the grand wizard of the Ku Klux Klan's headquarters was in the Oregon district. Mm. And many people don't know that, but I talked with the officer who actually busted them like maybe 15, 20 years ago they went in and busted them and, and people don't understand that history to know that's why in a 2019, you know, city government would even entertain the thought of having the Ku Klux Klan do a rally downtown. Right. So we need to really understand our history and understand government and policy and the way that the structures are in place because they don't call it structural violence for no reason. For no reason. So, like right. to refer to it that way, but it's the truth because those mechanisms and those systems of racism are yet in place. Mm -hmm. And we don't even know where to begin to look for the policies that have been written against us, but mm -hmm. they are definitely in place. And it's critical that if we expect, you know, our children to go away to college and to return to this city, we should make it a truly inclusive city that's fair and equitable for everyone that lives here, not just for a select few. That's great. Kenya, what is it, why is it important or, or, or what ways uh, do we have or what ways organizations like yours and activism, um, what place does it have in dismantling um, some of those uh, structures in place that are we know have historically and are currently um, uh, projecting this type of violence against right. our people? I, I think that it's critical that people who are in the nonprofit sector doing work such as combating gentrification, that they make real authentic relationships because there are the powers that be organizations that work with them that are aware when a policy is being written. Rather, we're talking about Advocates for Basic Legal Equality, ABLE. It's located downtown in Dayton, and they fight for the rights of people. They're an authentic and compassionate organization responsible for a lot of the driver amnesty that went on mm -hmm. in the past couple of years, where we know that disproportionately black men had had their license 
taken, suspended for lengthy periods of time due to non-payment of child support, various other reasons. So we have different agencies and organizations that are working for the welfare of the people that typically don't have the awareness of what is going on with legislation. Mm -hmm. Legislation is oftentimes written over our heads. Mm -hmm. It has hundreds of pages, but we need to connect with organizations and the organizations that are in the nonprofit sector that again have missions that are intended to fight gentrification or inequity need to make themselves a prize to the legislation and the policies that are in place through organizations like ABLE. And there are other organizations as well that fight for racial justice and social justice. Absolutely. Kenya, I want to talk about the role that you played in uh, making Gym City Market a reality. Um, I want to talk about um, how you were connected to that, um, your passion for that, and then how it feels to actually literally be able to walk into Mm -hmm. that market. You just want to see me smile, don't you? I do, of course. That's what I do. That's what I do. Oh, my goodness. It is like a dream come true. That work is my just heartthrob. I was the outreach director, started off as just an outreach coordinator. I was teaching public school, actually, at the time, 2016, when I was introduced to the movement by my brother and friend, Amaha Selassie, Mm -hmm. invited me to one of their community meetings. And I just jumped in as a volunteer. And before you know it, you know, I often tell the story. I worked like somebody was paying me and somebody started paying me. (laughs) But um, I really enjoyed the opportunity to galvanize the community, um, to meet people like your pastor, Pastor um, Saucer, Steve Saucer. And to be able to just work with various different segments of the community to galvanize and get people to come together around a collective issue, eating. We all need to eat. We all deserve access. We just don't realize Mm -hmm. how the systems are in place that don't allow for us to have quick access. If you can't quickly access a vegetable, but you can quickly access a burger in a brown bag, you're going to grab that burger in a brown bag because we're working hard. So when you come home, you're just grabbing. I've talked to our white allies and our white counterparts that live in the inner city, and they're like, I did not realize how impactful it is not to have access. Even if you have a car, you still are subject to the statistic that most people shop within a mile to two miles of their home. Mm -hmm. So what does that mean? That means that you're going to end up at that corner store buying those expired canned goods, or you're going to end up at that fast food restaurant taking part in that food swamp. It's called a food swamp when there's a lot of fast food restaurants, but not a lot of grocery stores with healthy, Mm -hmm. nutritious, fresh fruits and vegetables like we have at the the market. So excited about that grocery store. It, I pass dollar store after dollar store to get to that grocery store, even if I'm just needing toilet paper or paper towel, because I want it to be supported and I want it to be prosperous. I want it to be successful and long term because it's critical. There are a lot of rental properties there on Central that that grocery store is now servicing. There are a lot of elders in that community, whether we're talking about behind the police station over on Grand. Those are senior communities. 
So people are, you know, coming down on their walkers and their canes. I'm taking them tote bags so that they can, you know, have reusable bags mm -hmm. when they're purchasing their groceries. And it's just exciting. I love to just go in there and talk with the people and, you know, find different people come outside the market. We had a puppet master there like mm -hmm. two ago. We've had like a banjo player. Also, people don't know, but there's a free clinic inside. Mm -hmm. grocery yeah. Store. So, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And you don't know what you don't know. What other Dayton. features? Talk about the other features. So we have the, the free clinic. What else we got in there? Yeah. So I want West Dayton to be aware that we do have a clinic. We also mm -hmm. have a community room right mm -hmm. now because of COVID. The capacity is about 21, but typically that capacity is 75. So we also have a teaching kitchen. And the mm -hmm. teacher has six stations. So let's just say you have a favorite meal you like to make. Or you're thinking about a way that you can gather maybe five uh, other couples and have a, a couple's cook night. So kind of getting creative. And at the same time, there are some classes currently underway where you can go in and learn how to cook some really, really interesting meals. Um, some grainy salads are being created by uh, Central State is working on getting in there, their extension program, but Expressions of Life is currently programming that space. So I implore everyone to reach out to Expressions of Life and find out what's going on at the market this month. That's fantastic. And um, one thing I like to do at the market as well, stop by and see Miss Juanita. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> yes. If you love espresso or cocoa or coffee is your thing, Miss Juanita Darden is a beautiful African-American woman right, who is just really working her barista hand. She's got three coffee shops now, one in the Dayton Mall, one downtown on the corner of Sinclair and Third Street, and most importantly, <laughs> but one inside the Jib City Market at 324 Salem Avenue. That's on the corner of Salem and Superior. You all should love it. Love it, love it, love it. Um, Kenya, what you got going on? What you got coming up? I want to talk about uh, mm. uh, talk about you. What's, what's going on? What's going on? Um, Unified Power is on the move. Jim City yes. Market is up and flowing and moving. Yes. Uh, where's your focus right now? So right now we just received about $330,000 from an anonymous donor for our development on the sale. Congratulations. Thank you. And what that means is that we are hiring. So we're looking for a program director, a project mm -hmm. director, someone to lead the Salem project because I'm not a real estate developer, but <laughs> I know that we have people in our community that have that expertise. Mm -hmm. So we're looking for individuals or firms that are interested in helping us to project management, the architectural and construction of mm -hmm. our Salem Avenue project. Next to That's fantastic. And, and how many residents are you looking to accommodate with your um, new project? So we have a couple of different conceptual designs. Um, they range between 40 to 50 and 16 to 20. Um, so there's some variations. Mm -hmm. We're really looking to narrow that down, but we definitely are looking to accommodate anywhere between, you know, 50 to 20 different families in that space. That's amazing. Kenya, how do we, how do we, um, 
how do we develop, redevelop our community? This is a part of the conversation I know that you had uh, the other evening. How do we uh, develop what we see, uh, things in, in our city and cities, because a lot of people are listening to this that don't necessarily reside in Dayton. Yeah. But how do we re revitalize our cities without um, without going down the road of gentrification? Is it our participation? Is it our, tell me what it is, that how, how we combat that? Yeah, it's definitely engagement. I think, you know, the momentum that we have with Gym City Market, it came from a lawyer and a teacher saying, you know what? I need to focus on this. And everybody's not going to give up their career to work on it. But one of our, I believe it was um, Coakley. No, I, I believe that's his name. Um, but it was a famous Black historian who said that everyone should be involved in some type of organization. Mm -hmm. I think that that's really a critical piece. Like mm -hmm. the fuel and the momentum that we gathered in this project came from the community, the community mm -hmm. members. And we really need to find out what our passion is as mm -hmm. a community member. We know what our passion is maybe as a family member. You're a wife, you know if you love cooking or if you love to do the laundry or if you love mopping, whatever it is you love to do in your household, you're aware of that. We need to explore what it is that we love to do in our community because we walk out our door and we have an opinion. We have an opinion if we don't see enough grocery stores. We have an mm -hmm. opinion if we see too much trash. We have an opinion if someone is getting shot. We have an opinion about police brutality. So where does that opinion show up in action? So wow. Everyone needs to figure out within their own selves where it is they want to see themselves in action in the community. And from there, find an organization, find a entity, a business, a nonprofit that you can get involved in and lend some time. It might be an hour a week, but every bit of your time counts because time is the most precious commodity that we have. It's the one thing that we have we can't get back. So when we spend it, it's more valuable than anything. So put your hands to something and look for it to be better when you take your hands off. Listen, you just preached the whole message. Can I say that? You said, you said, can I, I'm going to, let me go back to this. I want to rewind it a little bit. You said, lend your opinion to action. That is major because a lot of people complain about things, post on social media about things, in the comments about things. However, like you said, we've got to convert what we think and feel into something that we do. What you gonna and do about so it? Major, and that's so major. Yes. Um, and, a, and a lot of change that we see, a lot of change that we see um, for the positive comes from grassroots mm -hmm. movements, mm -hmm. right? People seeing things in their community that they are not okay with, yes. right? From, yes. from far back as the civil rights movement, either further back than that, but civil rights movement onward. Um, and so that that's major. That's so major. Uh, can you tell me what the importance of um, our youth and young people seeing us involved is? Because I know you do, you do some work there as well. It's critical. I mean, once again, it is critical. Like our children are going to repeat the 
errors and transgressions of their forefathers if they don't see real action taken today. Like we are holding court for tomorrow's justice. How our children view what's right and what's wrong is based on what we do today. So mm -hmm. we have to take action in a way that lets them know this is what's important. We can't continue to say that something is a travesty and oh, what mm -hmm. a calamity and oh, how horrific, but we don't do anything about it. That mm -hmm. is where we render ourselves powerless. And that is a contradiction to unified power. Right. Everyone needs to find an organization or a nonprofit that they can unify with and they can use their power. You never know what a battery is worth until you plug it in. So people mm -hmm. need to plug in so that their children and then our children's children, this is the pattern we need to create, a pattern of action where our mm -hmm. children, our children's children, see action, see what it means when you take action. Gym City Market is a prime, prime example of that. I had one family that came into the market and the baby said, I love coming to, oh, we at this store again? I love coming to this store. And that's what I am talking about when I yeah. say community really has Gym City Market in their hearts, their understanding. Absolutely. It's a presence. It's a presence that we need. We need beautiful buildings and beautiful manifestations of us. We mm -hmm. need that in the land. We need mm -hmm. that so that our children can see that we're more than a dilapidated building and a vacant house. Yeah. More than crack addicts. And we're more than, you know, heroin addicts. That we're more than that. Yes, we have those maladies in our community, but we also have builders and engineers and architects, and mm -hmm. we don't just have to do it for a system where it doesn't show up in our communities that we mm -hmm. live, work, and play in. That's great. That's great. That's great. And also, kids can go to the market and get free books, and they love that. I'm and they can get free fruit now. And free fruit. <laughs> Take your children to the market. Yes, free books in the back. Free I love it. I love it. Kenya, how do we connect with you, Unified Power? How do we connect with you? Uh, where so can we find you? Yeah, so anyone who wants to reach out to me, please, by all means, contact me by your email. My email address is Dayton, D-A-Y-T-O-N, Unified, U-N-I-F-I-E-D, Power, P-O-W-E-R. forgot everything's backwards. Dayton Unified Power at gmail.com. Or you can call me. My number is 937-674-3063. Or you can... Go to our website, www.coopdayton.org backslash unified power. And you yeah. can learn about our board members and you can learn about our structure. You can even become a member. Fantastic. And I was, you know, as you were saying that, I just, in Queen, I heard Queen Latifah, U-N-I-T-Y. <laughs> yes, it's all about that unity. Yes. I'm telling you, together we are great. Better together. Better together. Fantastic. And then um, any any parting advice for someone like yourself, Kenya, who uh, does this amazing work, um, challenging, like realistically, it's challenging. Um, that's, that's the reality. Um, challenging work because you're challenging systems and organizations and history mm -hmm. and um, a lot of things that are, are that have power and influence. So there's challenges to being an activist. There's challenges to being a community advocate. 
Um, but there are also joys. Share some of your challenges and then give us some of that joy. I know some of that joy is that market, but yes. give, us, yes. give us the real. Give us the real, Kenya. Give us the real. Some of your challenges yeah. doing community work and some of your joys. Uh, it's a lot of challenges, right? So, I mean, we're still dealing with the same systems, the governmental systems. Um, it is a joy to work with people like, you know, Brandon uh, McLean, who works for the county. Um, just a lot of Paul Bradley with the county. There's a lot. Of, I hate to start name dropping. Name, somebody, yeah. But the people that are with the county and with the city, um, Tory, you know, in the mayor's office, uh, Daryl Fairchild, please make sure you vote him in as our next commissioner. He needs to be on that diet. He needs to stay there because he truly shows up. Um, so for as much as it is a challenge to combat the different structures that are in place that oftentimes work against us, rather it's buildings being given away for a dollar, you know, pennies on a dollar or, you know, uh, businesses, people coming to our community and starting businesses with tax, you know, abatement. There are no CBAs, community-based agreements. So that's a major challenge to deal with that when you see, you know, a new building just spring up and you're like, well, how, well, how did they do that? And you know that they did it because of allowances that were mm -hmm. made, you know, high up. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes there's corruption involved and we see that in the news and it's real. You know, the corruption that continues to give away our land mm. and the place where we actually live, work and play. So that's a challenge. Um, seriously, a challenge. But it's a joy when you have an anonymous donor to give you, you know, $300,000. Right. I mean, and it's a joy when you have a team that's solid, like you know, we have a rock solid team, a core team that has just been on this journey and hasn't left. You know, we choose where we work at these days. And so for our team to stay intact, you know, it means a lot to the work and it makes it easy because you have people that gain that intellectual capital. They mm -hmm. learn the work and then they stay to actually see the work manifest like Jim City Market. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so glad. Uh, yes. Kenya, um, any last encouraging words uh, for the activists out there, for the community members out there, any last parting words before we wrap up our conversation. Yes, I will say practice self-care. Make sure that you take time out for yourself. It's okay to be emotional, to have feelings about various issues in our community, but make sure that you have a release and a means of just self-expressing, you know, have a way that you can do that in your quiet time so that you can continue to be rock solid for the community. Because I know that our activists are always hard at work. Now being a full-time activist, I just take my hat off even more to the Kings and the X's and the Tubman's and the Selassie's. I mean, this is more than just a notion. Um, and the Faro's because you mean, <laughs> you do not stop. Thank you for your aspiration hey. here. You are really doing your thing with your queen conversations. I've seen more than one of them. 
and they are delightful to watch. And I mm -hmm. really enjoy connecting with people in the community through you. So keep up the great work. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Kenya Baker. You are a gem in the gem city. Okay. Thank all right. You. Don't leave me hanging there. All right. Okay. All right. So glad to have talked to Kenya. Listen, if you don't, to know her is to love her, honey all the way. So we're so glad to have talked to her. And um, if you are in the Dayton community, um, please connect with her. Unify. I didn't mean to bring you back on, Kenya. Um, please connect with her and uh, her organization. Even if you, like she said, every contribution is different. We won't all be able to leave our corporate jobs or leave our uh, nine to five to do what she does, but there is a way that we can contribute. Um, community is important to me. I say this all the time and I will say this to, I go to my grave. If you are living for yourself, you are not living at all. So join us next time on Queen Conversations. Come on ladies, let's join in. Join in.